What's up, everybody? This is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, and welcome to the recap of NXT. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, joining me here on The Boochcast, he is the NXT correspondent. He's been woken. Yep. He's been broken. Absolutely. And now he's just broke. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to The Boochcast, the one, the only, the broke soulless ginger, Mr. Zach Scott. What's up, dude and dude? Yes, yes, it's me, the broke soldier, Jack Scott, Jimmy speaking. I'm not that broke. Vinny, was this card okay or was it good, but wasn't that good? 
I mean, it was yeah. the go home before the bash. So, you know, I was expecting some yeah, good a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the go home show should just be like, look, here's everything you need to know for the big show. That's all you should really be doing. You can't be doing reckless shit, which we're going to get into that a little later. But that's what the show should be. Here's everything you need to know for the big show. Tune in next week for the big show. And then do a couple little interesting things to get things going. That's what a go home show is supposed to be. It's not supposed to be, you know, the show. Show of the year. All right. Some people got that memo. Others did not. And no, they did not, sir. And we're going to kick things off with our first official match of the evening. We got ourselves a tag team number one contenders match. Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez versus Caden Carter and Katana Chance. I thought this was absolutely fantastic. What about you? Uh, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Here's my problem. Oh, boy. As a tag team match, this was stellar. It was a great opener to this show. It had fans on the edge of their seats. You had no idea who was going to win. On any other night, in any other circumstance, I would thoroughly enjoy this match. What The reason I can't is because I still maintain the belief that I had on last week's show. Why is this happening when Roxanne has a contract? The fact that she has a contract, and apparently, from what I'm hearing, the contract might still be in play. We'll get to that in a minute. But the fact that she has a contract that guarantees her a title shot whenever she wants, and we're having a number one contenders match, is a waste of time. This was a waste of time. It didn't need to happen. It was unnecessary. This should have been a promo slash brawl between Cora and Roxanne and Jaden and Gigi. Or JC Jane, sorry. Yeah, um, well, think about this. Uh, maybe Roxanne Perez is holding on to that number one contendership for the world, for the women's world title. Maybe she is, I don't know, stashing it. Yes, but there's no reason for her to hold on to it. That's the problem. There's no logical reason to do it. It doesn't benefit anyone for her to hold that championship. It benefits no I mean to hold that contract. Because what are they gonna do? Save it for when she gets a women's title shot against Mandy Rose? So what is she gonna lose next week? And I'm supposed to believe that Roxanne Perez is gonna be the one to end the streak of Mandy Rose? This is who Mandy no. is going to give the rub to? A person vacant of personality? Someone who does not look like a world sh- a, women- a world champion or women's champion at all? She looks like she's 110 pounds soaking wet. That's going to be the NXT women's champion? That's who's going to carry the women's division? If that's the case, the women's division is really in trouble. We are in for a fucked up time if that's the case. They should just beat JC and Gigi, win the fucking tag belts, and call all in a day. I mean, at one point I would have preferred Sleepy Chew, but now she's pretty much out of the title picture. So there's, there's a lot of other people I felt. I'm going to be honest. Indy Hartwell should be going for it next week. That's what should be happening. It needs yes, to go to Indy true. Hartwell. It is her time. She deserves it. She has proven herself time and time again to be a badass. And clearly WWE sees something in her because she has not been released. They got rid of Dexter. They got rid of Persia Parada. And yet Indy still has a job. That means they got to see something in her if they're gonna if they're gonna get rid of the best friend and the husband and keep her. So something's gotta happen here with Indy Hartwell. This would be the perfect time to pull the trigger. 
She's got enough credibility to where she can beat Mandy Rose. So that's why I couldn't, as much as great as this match was, I could not enjoy it because Roxanne has a contract, so this shit should already be over. And the fact they're they're using this as an excuse for her to hold on to that contract is bullshit. It's a waste of time. And if she does beat Mandy Rose, then it goes to a win. Then her streak will be ended by an undeserving women's champion, who, in my opinion, is not worthy of holding that title. Sorry, but she's not. She doesn't deserve it. Her and Cora as the tag team champions works even better. Yeah, that's more believable, really, but you never know what's going to happen. It's NXT. Ugh. Yeah, nothing makes Yay. sense anymore, but we'll we'll know next week at the bash. And uh, so we move on. We cut to the backstage area, and we see Diamond Mine in their uh, little training dojo. When all of a sudden, out comes Joe Gacy and the Dyad. And basically, they try to convince uh, the NXT Tag Team Champions, the Creed Brothers, to join the family. Because they feel like Diamond Mine is not treating them with respect. But the Creed Brothers said, look, we argue, we have our differences, but Diamond Mine is forever. So Rod Strong comes out and he's pissed off, so they decide to hold a six challenge them to a six man tag match to see who has the stronger family. So Joe Gacy accepts the challenge. Uh, why? They're they're trying to make this interesting. They're trying to give them a new storyline. I don't know what's going on here, but um, I, I'm gonna say this. Last week we were talking about who was possibly in the dyad, and I went through and did some extensive research after the show. And and who is it? I don't know for sure who it is, but I now have an idea on who I think it is. And as of right now, I am convinced. It's Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. And I say that because their tag team finish is the same as the Dyads. Hmm. So until we find out otherwise, I am going with Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. I uh, either that or these two or these two guys stole their finisher or they gave their finisher to this to this to these two random hoodie guys. But I'm thinking it's I think it's Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. That's the front runner right now. Okay, 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 okay. I can see that. I see their. I saw their finisher one time when they were in tag team. I was like, wait a minute, I seen this before. I was like, for a minute there, we thought it was uh, Tyler Breeze and uh, Fandango. I was like, I don't think so. I was like, but maybe one day they'll relieve their faces. And maybe it's you say those are maybe we're totally wrong, like we were Sunday. Oh yeah. Um. Hopefully someday they'll reveal themselves and we'll find out who it is. Side note: If I was a professional wrestler, I would not have long hair. The same. Yeah. I I never understood wrestling. They have long hair. But, I don't get it. But either way, um, after that, we cut to the Toxic Attraction, who they're not impressed with the tag team match. And this is where Mandy kind of hints at the fact that Roxanne still has access to the contract, which made me want to vomit. And then all of a sudden, uh, Nikita Lyons announces that shows up and she says that she is now medically cleared to compete and challenges Mandy Rose to a match. And Mandy decides to make an example out of Nikita Lyons. Meh. 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 Moving on. Well, you can't move on. I still gotta, I still got things I want to say. Uh, well, okay, Nikki Line challenges, blah blah blah. Okay, go ahead. And he came so highly recommended. Um, Shut up. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. You're the one that wants to go blah blah blah. Move on. It's not my fault. You don't have anything intelligent to bring to this segment. I don't understand. Fine, I will. Um, 
All right, look, I'm just tired of Mandy Rose having a title, Vinny. She going against everybody, and now Nikki Lyon comes to pitch it, and she should be the one with a rep over, if it wasn't Andy Hartwell, it should be Nikki Lyons. But we don't know what's going to happen, but I didn't. I like this promo. I'm sorry. You go ahead. Okay. Well, I enjoyed the promo. I didn't necessarily enjoy the promo, but I liked the fact that Nikita was wanting a match with Mandy Rose. Here was my problem, was that the match took place later on in the night, and they didn't even mention it. The women's title was even involved. So now, we have no fucking idea if Mandy Rose is even competing at the Great American Bash. They have not given us any info on if she's going to have an opponent, who that opponent could be, or who is worthy enough to face her. Like, I, this is exactly what I would do. I would have wanted this to be at the Great American Bash. Because I'm checking it right now, and she does not have an opponent. There is no, in fact, her title is the only title that isn't on the line at this pay-per-view. And of all, every NXT sense. title is on the line, except for hers. Why? That's the question. Why? That, that ladies and gentlemen, is the million-dollar question. Why the fuck does Mandy Rose not have an opponent? Especially when just last week or a few weeks ago, she was feuding with Indy Hartwell. D- fuck! Make that match! <laughs> you have a fucking match that you can make! They're, they're, for some reason, they are choosing not to take, not to let Mandy Rose fight on pay-per-views, and instead, they put her on the normal shows, or if there is a pay-per-view, they wait till free TV to fucking do it. There's no logic in any of the booking that Mandy Rose has. It's like, the title reign is getting stale, but they don't want to pull the trigger yet. And my question is, fuck are you waiting for? What the fuck are you waiting for? I feel like Jennifer Love Hewitt, and I know what you did last summer, going, what are you waiting for? There's, This is it. This is perfect. Nikita Lyons is back from injury. She's a badass. She's over. She's talented. She looks sexy. She looks like a champion. This is perfect, especially since Mandy Rose has not one ounce of fat on her, and Nikita is thick in all the right places. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect baby face to take the title from a heel. A girl who looks like a thick milkshake taking, off, taking out the string bean. <laughs> that's fucking brilliant <laughs> and that's women related right there now Grant I'm not saying Mandy Rose has to make any fat jokes about Nikita I'm not saying do that no. I'm just saying visually there it is Nikita ain't fat my dear sir she's gorgeous she is I love Nikita Lyons she's, yeah people go like people go like why here's the thing I was like I'm sorry she's got something like I don't know thunk you can grab a hole to and not to mention she's a badass in the ring as well Yes. She doesn't do that spot with the bullshit. She's like, even if a guy got in the ring, like, uh oh. Yeah, she can work. Uh-oh. She can work very well. So I'm just saying, she's she. Everything you need is in Nikita Alliance. It's the, that's that's she's amazing. Now on that note, we're gonna oh, move crap. on to the next match of the evening. If we even want to call it that. If you don't want to call it that. We got Giovanni Vinci versus oh, Eichmann Judo. Okay. Uh, one. No, this went way too fucking long. Okay. I Giovanni Vinci. I do like his interest song, and that dude has one hell of a smile, does he not? I, I love his whole gimmick. I, I, I love it too. You know, he's fucking a greasy. Fucking Italian. That's not the point. In the ring, he's a good worker. A hero. He is a piece of 
shit. But did you notice there's something out there about Giovanni, his finisher? Like, it looks like he was, like, completely dead. His eyes were still open. It kind of creeped me out. But thankfully, he was still alive. I don't get this jacket shit. Do you? No. The whole jacket off crap is, is, is stupid. It, this was all a fashion thing. Like, you know, you know, he was styles. Are you styles strong like me? Because uh, DDT that uh, Giovanni did was one hell of a DDT. I've never seen a DDT like that. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. That was the only was like, that was the only part of the match I didn't like. I was like, I liked it. But then again, I was like, I liked it, but that was a little, I don't know, over the top. Yeah, it, I felt like the, the everything else that he did in that match that Giovanni did was great. The only part of the match I didn't like was the springboard tornado DDT. I felt it was unnecessary, and I felt like Ike Manjiro had to stand there and wait for it, which again, that's the reason why I hate springboard moves or moves like that, where it's blatantly obvious the person is sitting there and waiting, and it doesn't look like like something that looked like you would easily move out of the way from, and yet you're standing there waiting to take it. That's why I don't like it. It makes that that's what makes matches look fake. That's when you can when you can clearly tell there is cooperation, and that kind of move requires a lot of cooperation. Thus, I am not a fan of it. Therefore, I think even Jerry was just a little too far away. Yeah, yeah, he was a little too far away. So you know that you know. So he had, so Giovanni had to get some distance and just it didn't work. It was not it just didn't work for me. It didn't work for me, brother. So I understand that you think uh, Giovanni is a face or a heel. I can't tell what he is, but I just know that he's great. And aside from that DDT, I like the last ride style power bomb that he did. I thought that uh, well, was great. That was vicious. Yes. That looked <laughs> crazy. And then afterwards, just the one, two, three. Then, of course, he was talking into the camera, Buff Bagwell style. That's what Buff used to do back in the day. He always talked into the camera while he was, you know, wrestling. All right. Yeah, it was a stupid match. The DT wasn't really going to do that. But Giovanni, all right, all right, right. Next match, he needs to go against somebody. I don't know. That's not a mark. Yeah. Well, after that, we cut to the backstage area with uh, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams, who gloat over Hayes' victory last week. Uh, Hayes says it takes hustle, loyalty, and disrespect to do what he does. All of a sudden, Grayson Waller walks in, congratulates uh, Carmelo on his victory, and says, hey, uh, I got a couple friends. I hope you can sign some stuff for them. So he autographs a basketball, a t-shirt, a couple 8x10s, puts his signature down. He goes, he says, thanks, brother. I appreciate it. And then they're like, yeah, he's a pretty cool dude, man. And then all of a sudden, they cut out. Uh, there's more to it later, but otherwise, that was like, okay. I'm like, uh, all right, dude, look, Camille Hayes, you don't need that North American title. You should not have won that. What you should have done is go for, as soon as you lose that title, you need to go for the uh, either um, World Championship or you and Trick Williams, you need to go as a tag team champions. I think those two would be better as tag team champions, better than Camille Hayes having the world title. But I thought this promo was okay. Oh, yeah. I thought that was very well done. Uh, I, I definitely um, enjoyed the uh, the segment. I liked it. I thought it was funny. Uh, great. You're wondering what the fuck is Grayson Waller doing because you have no idea. And we know what he was doing, but we can't give that away yet because after mm-hmm. later on the show. But at the time, you're just kind of like, all right. You're thinking it's Grayson Waller just being Grayson Waller, like trying to trying to be a kiss ass to the to the North American champion. But um, turns out there's more to it. But before we get to that, we have an in ring segment. Um, oh no! No 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 no! Briggs, no. Jensen, no. and Henley. No. We are we dude, we are talking about this. Shut up. 
So uh, Jensen comes out and they announce that him and Briggs are the new NXT UK tag team champions because they won the titles on an episode of NXT UK. Um, they said there were a little bit of injuries uh, from some of the guys. So Briggs says when they're ready and healthy and 100%, they will definitely give the chance a rematch. Uh, Jensen thanks Briggs for choosing him as his partner. Uh, they're going to go out and drink some beer. And then Pretty Deadly interrupts. Uh, Prince. Uh, Prin- Prince tells them they are sullying the championships and they're basically, you know, white trash and it smells like swamp water and all that other stuff. And then basically they're saying that, you know, come in this ring, we'll give you an Alabama ass whooping. And then uh, Pretty Deadly decides to do their little accent about, oh, yeah, come in here, we're going to get a Pretty Deadly ass whooping. Road tide. And then all of a sudden, Briggs and, and Jensen are in there like smiling, going, yeah, Road tide. <laughs> funny as hell it's like it's like it's like it's like roll tide hell yeah you goddamn right roll tide hey how would you like to fuck my wife i've got to just fucking going nuts i hate you i fucking hate you oh i know they're just like so then they get in the rain they start talking about how they were truly great champions and they go yes boy and then they deserved to be the UK tag team champions, and they were the longest reigning champions. Yes, boy. Then they said, hey, we're fighting champions. You want to fight? Let's do it. And they said, you know what? We'll make the decision for you. And then a brawl breaks out. Briggs and Jensen clear the ring. They take out the uh, Pretty Deadly, and Pretty Deadly runs off for the hills as Briggs, Jensen, and Henley, who all got their shots in, stand tall in the ring with the UK tag team titles. Okay, you behaved yourself, Benicucci. I appreciate that. Thank you. This promo here was fantastic. It was wonderful. It was spectacular. Until they had to say, roll tide. Okay, Benny Beauty, uh, disclaimer right fucking now. The unnecessary views and events that are about to be expressed belong solely to Zach Scott and do not reflect the views of the Booch cast, its co-hosts, or its affiliates, especially the Booch, because he gives zero fucks about college football, Zach Go. Okay. Low tide, low tide, uh, it's really cheating tide. I want to make this short and fucking sweet. You guys did not win a national champion. The Georgia Bulldogs won the national champion. Gold Dogs, and the way we won was third and 10, and one of our guys intercepted it and ran for 75 yards to score the one touchdown. So fuck you, you hillbilly fucks. All right, I'm good. Go ahead. Fuck Alabama. <clears throat> okay, Zach, mm-hmm? you do realize... That when Pretty Deadly said roll tide, they meant that as an insult. I understand that, but they could have come up with something else. But you just said you I hate Alabama. Care. Wouldn't you want somebody to insult Alabama? I would, but they could have got some other route. You know, that's the point. They were going roll tide because they're saying most people from Alabama just say roll tide. So Briggs and Jensen were trying to be like, yeah, roll tide, because that's how Alabama people are. Hell, the roll tide joke that I did wasn't even mine. That's from my buddy Steve Brown. He did a whole bit about how when he lives in Alabama, you can get out of any fight or any argument just by saying roll tide. That's how you get out of any yeah. fight. You can be like. Same thing here in Georgia. Get any fight, Eddie. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'll you say go dogs. Yeah, I'll say if you're in Alabama and you bump into somebody and you'd be like, watch where you're going. It's like, fuck you, you fucking fucker. And then they just be like, all you got to do in that moment is be like, roll tide. And that same guy will go, hell yeah, you goddamn right. Roll tide, bitches. How would you fuck like to roll fuck tide, my roll wife? Dogs. That's what I'm saying. They're like, damn right. And again, I don't even like college football. Half the time I say roll tide just to piss Zach off. Fuck you. Fuck that fucking team. 
Okay, okay. Don't suck my Georgia Bulldog dick. And I'll say this once and I'll say it again. Hank Aaron's better than a babe. Mm. Okay, well, first of all, no, he's not. And second of all, yes. second of all, by doing that, you just make yourself sound stupid because, as I've said before, I am not an Alabama fan. I don't even like fucking college football. That's not the point. I think it's very much the point. No, it's not. You just do it to get on my nerves. Yeah, because sometimes it's funny that you get that upset. It's that fucking <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But the promo was pretty funny. I just said, like, a little tie cut up. Fuck is you. Like, you had to do that, you motherfuckers. You go Bulldogs. We won a national championship. Not them. Okay, but you realize if they said go dogs, they would be insulting the Bulldogs by doing that because the whole purpose of this bit is that People who say Roll Tide are fucking hillbilly trash. Whoa, 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 Not all of them. But that was the point of the promo, is what I'm trying to tell you. That's why when Pretty when Pretty Deadly said Roll Tide, they were saying it sarcastically. And Briggs and Jensen were kind of playing into it because all they heard was Roll Tide and went, yeah, Roll Tide, even though they don't realize they're pretty deadly as saying Roll Tide to insult them by saying that they just say Roll Tide because they're they're white trash. Now, I'm not going to say that Alabama fans are white trash. I have been to one section of Alabama that had a ton of white trash in it, but mm-hmm. I don't. I can't speak for the rest of Alabama until I see the whole entire state. But I just happen to know one particular section where your suspicions are correct. It, 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 basically, what you're trying to say, they make our race look bad. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so anyway. Sorry about that. Moving on. Yes. So, anyway, we're going to move on to the next match of the evening Oh, here. God. We have Indy Hartwell versus Kiana James. This is absolutely fucking horseshit. I was not happy with this. Kiana went one, but I just didn't enjoy it. How about you? Okay. As I mentioned before, Indy Hartwell should be facing Mandy Rose for the NXT Women's Championship. That is the match that needs to happen at the Great American Bash. Now, whether or not she's going to win the title, I don't know. I personally think she should. But the fact that instead of being put in this title match with Mandy Rose, instead, I have to watch her face Kiana James and lose. Now, I don't necessarily hate Kiana James. I think she's a good worker. I like her gimmick. And obviously, she's a heel, so the whole feet on the ropes for the win makes sense. It's a heel doing heelish tactics to eventually keep this rivalry going. So we know this is going to be a rivalry that continues. This match ain't one and done. But in my opinion, it should have been one and done. This should have been Indy Hartwell beating Kiana James, getting on the mic, and challenging Mandy Rose to a women's title match at the Great American Bash. And Mandy coming out and eventually, after some back and forth, accepting the challenge. I would have preferred that over this. Because now, Indy is basically in a know-nothing rivalry, while Mandy Rose is going to be the only champion not defending her title at the Great American Bash. And that makes absolutely no fucking sense. Why she can't have a match on the card, but literally every other champion is. Because I don't count the UK tag belts, because that's not NXT, that's NXT. NXT UK. Yeah, Briggs and Jensen have the belts and I'm happy for them, but I don't count that when listing championship matches. We literally have the women's tag belts are on the line, the men's tag belts are on the line, the North American titles on the uh, 
Sorry, kind of skipped that. Sorry. Uh, NXT Championship's on the line. Um, but every, every, Randy Rose is sitting this out. Because nothing happens in this show that's giving us any indication that Mandy's defending this title. Unless they added something on Twitter that I don't know about, which I doubt even happened. Because I'm on the NXT Twitter page right now, and to my knowledge, there's no updates. So that's basically what happened. So this match ended up, you know, being a waste of time for Indy Hartwell. That's what I'm trying to say. I watched it. I didn't really like to finish it was kind of sneaky but otherwise in this this was absolutely bullshit absolutely and right. on that note we're going to move on to the next segment here we cut to uh we cut oh to boy. the bridge and we see uh oh boy. we see tony d the don of nxt yeah. and he's on the bridge with stacks uh-huh. and all of a sudden we hear a splash and then tony tony d's holding a rolex and a leather jacket, and he goes, I welcome you into my family. I loved you like a brother, but you try to take my chair, and now you're sleeping with the fishes. And he throws the Rolex into the river. Then all of a sudden, D'Angelo's phone rings, and he answers, and it's Santos Escobar. And Escobar says, hey, can I speak to the new North American champion, Tony D'Angelo? And, De'Ang- and then De- and all of a sudden, he's laughing, D'Angelo goes, yeah, you think you're real funny, huh? Then he hangs up the phone, throws it in the river, and him and Stax walk off the bridge. I love this promo. You know what I loved about it? What? The Godfather theme music. Yes. <laughs> and I was thinking about you the whole fucking time. Like, oh boy, Vinny's gonna get a hard on. And I and shit up. You tell him to go jerk off to Godfather and Goodfellas. Anyways, but I thought this promo was absolutely fantastic. Stax was there. What happened at two dimes? Is two dimes sleeping with the fishes? Yeah, which is kind of fucking weird because uh, usually uh, in Lu- right, here we go. Usually in Lucha Underground is where they kill people off. Although they had that one person that got that one instance where uh, Allie got where Allie died in DNA, but that was fucking weird. Or and someone got shot at Rosemary's wedding, which I'm sure some of you out there going, "Who the fuck are these people?" Well, if you didn't watch Impact Wrestling, that's your fucking fault. And again, I stopped watching at the 28 thing. But anyway, obviously they're making some sense here. Because as we mentioned before, I think we might have mentioned this a few weeks back. Budimes got released by by WWE. He had gotten released and apparently a few of his segments were already taped. So they finally had to write two dimes off the show. So that's how they did it. They got rid of two dimes. Now it's just Tony D and Stax. We're not quite sure yet. They're going to bring somebody else in, make them part of the family. But obviously, we got the dissension with Santos and the Legados. And like I said before, it hasn't even been a fucking month. A fucking month. And already, this faction thing's falling apart. They might as well not had the fucking six-man tag at all. You would think they'd be smart and drag this along for a few months. Tell a fucking story. For Christ's sake, you got a perfect fucking story. You got you got guys that join forces. They form a team. They become friends. You could drag this all the way out to fucking war games. Bring in some new people. Maybe bring in another girl. You know, find a nice Italian. Bring her in. Have her kind of combat. Like little little hissy cat fight thing with uh, Electra Lopez, you know? And you build this strong family. Then, as we get close to war games, that's when they implode. That's when the shit hits the fan. And we have a little match at war games. And here's the stipulation. You do a, you, you do a stipulation where the losing faction leaves NXT. That way, only one family can survive. And this time, you would have the Legados win the war games. 
and Tony D gets called up with the family. That's what I would do. That could be an option. Or you could do something where it that where if the Legados win, they're out of the family and they can do whatever they want. And then if they, you know, and and, and, the, and the Tony's family still stays there. Or if they lose, they leave NXT for good. And you can have the Legados win that way. But you had a picture perfect fucking story you could tell. We're a month in and you're imploding the whole goddamn thing. So, thank you for wasting our fucking time. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. I sincerely appreciate having my fucking time wasted. A perfectly good, talented individual, probably the best fucking heel in NXT, Don. forced to deal with this shit. Thank you. Don. You wasted my time. You wasted the ginger's time. You wasted everybody's fucking time. You're wasting all our time on this bullshit right here. I don't know why this is happening, but oh well. What could you do? Are you finished yeah i'm done smart guy moving on yeah all right so on that note we move on to the next on that note and move on to the next match of the evening we got the six-man tag diamond mine versus joe gacy and the dyad great start shitty finish that's pretty much how this was was am i right or am i wrong i mean i mean i don't really i mean yeah it is kind of a shitty finish now that i think about it yeah you're right i didn't think about it for yeah, a minute but but i'm like yeah that was you know what i like what briggs and, uh know what um the creed brothers you know what i like that when they do is when they get both in the ring and they need the guy in the side like one two three four well i noticed they hit him in the stomach not the ribs right yeah okay that's what i thought i was like i'm not hitting him in the ribs that would hurt i was like i hit him in the stomach okay yeah well that's kind of how you do it it's like a way of you know, you hit certain spots or you pull certain punches to, you know, make sure everything's safe, nobody gets hurt, that kind of shit. You wanna you wanna make it look real, but you also wanna protect your opponent. Yeah, if I see say I was a wrestler and I see my opponent with a taped up knee or taped up shoulder, I wanna target it near the shoulder. I'll target my knee and my shoulder. Okay. I'll target the other knee over the shoulder. Or his foot or his back or his head. The same. But otherwise than that, it was going great for once and all of a sudden it Roger Strong hits that hot tag and he caught the fucking match again mm -hmm. yeah pretty much that's pretty much how this shit ended and um so yeah and then of course they, they hit their finisher uh for the win because apparently strong roderick strong tagged himself in fucked everything up the creed brothers are pissed everybody's pissed and then of course we see the clip of a fucking you know alba fire getting hit with the bat by lash legend and the doctor comes over uh to or the doctors they're basically trying to give us the update lash basically kicks him out of the way which I'm surprised. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's let yeah. Let's kick the doctor. It's not like you're gonna get fined or suspended for putting your hands on someone who's not a wrestler. Yeah, just kick the doctor out of the way. That's pretty much how we treat medical staff in WWE. And then side note, what? If I was that doctor and you know, I was a dude, I would have after the camera went off, I would have probably pushed back. Yeah, gonna kick me out of the way, bitch. I'm about to yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, knock yeah. you over that fucking table. I'll lie. I'll look at real quick. Like one time when uh, Edge was talking to that reporter. He pushed him, and I was at the photo. I'll push him right back. I was like, just because you're a wrestler doesn't mean I won't smack you. Uh, just saying, and on a personal note, I would have probably smacked him and smacked him again for him fucking up as um, not Hardy's life. Yeah. This is a sign up. Yeah, and then, of course, uh, Lash Legend basically tells us that she's gone permanently, and you put her on the shelf, and, you know, I'm the one and only, can't nobody clone me. Basically, Lash Legend cuts a hell of a great promo here. 
And then says, yeah, she does. It's like, I took you out, bitch. What are you going to do tonight? You're going to sit at home and cry. I'm waiting for you. You and me, as soon as you get back. Like, she says, she's waiting for you. Yeah. She's like, stay out of my way. Okay. It is. It is she was. Oh, she was full on it today. The so Lash Legend pretty much staking her claim. Uh, at this point, I'm looking for somebody to stand out so somebody can beat Mandy Rose. That's all I care about at this point. The Lash Legend's kicking ass. I love her gimmick. She is fantastic. And Absolutely, sir. And uh, moving on. Yes. So we cut to the backstage area where we see uh, Carmelo Hayes <laughs> and Trick Williams on his way out. Now, before we do that, we got to cut back to this because apparently we skipped it. But earlier in the show, there was a promo by Wesley Ow. where he basically talked about how he's going to be facing Trick Williams at the Great American Bash. And I'm going to say this. That was awesome. Oh, yeah. Wesley is getting so much better on the mic. And I'm going to say this. His tag partner was holding him back. It, I, I think you're right about that. I was like, I was watching it, man. I was like, all right, all right, Wesley. I was like, I, was like, I, I had a positive. I had a clap for the kid. I was like, all right, dude. If you, he basically called out Trick Rounds. Trick Rounds, you did this and this. He basically called out Trick Rounds. Basically said, I'm going to beat your fucking ass. I was like, all right, all right. Get your receipt. Yeah, and here's the here's the other thing. I, as much as I hated MSK, the one thing I'll respect, I, I got to give Wesley credit. He's one of those guys like, all right, my tag team partner's gone. I'm known for being a tag team wrestler. I, re- I got to respect him for not taking this lying down, and I'm going to reinvent myself, and I'm going to become a singles guy. I don't know how far I'm going to go. I may not even touch a championship, but damn it. I'm going to go for it. And I, I got to respect that from him. Like, he's trying, he is really trying to establish himself as a singles competitor. And I feel like he's got the opportunity to do it. So I'm wishing him luck. I hope he does good. I mean, if he sucks, I'm still going to say he sucks. But I am open to having my mind change because he is showing me that he's taking this seriously. Even though, yeah, absolutely on that. Even though he does the spot monkey crap, the high five, 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 look at the size of him. I'll give him that. But that promo right there, I was like, all right, man, he's. Looked like he uh, spoke the truth from the heart, and I was like, "That's okay, Wesley. You see what you got. You said this. You got to prove the day to me. If you right. beat Trick Williams, you have my respect. If you don't, maybe you will, maybe you won't. Time's gonna tell. He's gonna do a hell of a lot more than Trick beating Trick to earn my respect, but we'll see how he does. So then, so they're going. So now they're talking to them, and then of course Trick says, "Don't worry, I'm gonna take good care of uh, Wesley. He gonna get. In, he gonna. He, he gonna. I'm gonna whoop his ass. He, he does a little cool rhyme and everything. He said, "Well, actually, I wanted to talk to Carmelo about his North American Championship match." And like, what? I ain't got no championship match. He goes, well, you signed a contract. Apparently, when Grayson was asking Carmelo to sign all this stuff, he hit a contract underneath one of the 8x10s, and he signed the contract to put the North American title on the line against Grayson Waller. I got the giggles because I've been drinking and smoking, but this one here made me laugh my ass off. I had to pause it. I just I had to laugh so hard in my pillow. The roommate was watching something, and I thought this was hilarious. I was like, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, go back to the previous segment here, where um, Jason Wilder's having the Carmelo head side thing, and all of a sudden this pops up. Like, wait a minute here, like Jason Wilder, you sneaky clever, fuck you, you motherfucker, you. And I hope to God Grace Alonzo wins. This right here is fantastic. Oh. oh, this is funny as shit. So, so far, we've learned two things about Carmelo Hayes. When he He's shoots, double. he don't miss. And when he signs, he don't read. <laughs> We're going to get letters. 
<laughs> Why? That's, that's not racist. It's he, he didn't read the contract before he signed it. That's your fucking problem, man. You just going, oh, let me just sign my name on everything because I'm the age champion. Can you do this for my mom? My mom doesn't know what to say. <laughs> oh, dude, dude, that was that is fucking brilliant. Grayson Waller tricked him into a title match. <laughs> I never wanted Grayson Waller to win a title so badly oh, in my dude. life. Oh, God, please, please tell me we got a new North American champion next week. Please. I'm, I'm begging you, give him the North American title for Christ's sake. If nobody, he did. Oh, it would be beautiful. That would be beautiful. He did an Eddie movement. He did an Eddie. He did an Eddie. He just did Eddie. Eddie? Guerrero. He pulled an Eddie Guerrero on him. Yeah. Think. He pulled an Eddie. Yes. He tricked him. Oh. He outsmarted him. Oh my, oh my God. I like, I cheat, I steal. Christian Wilder, I don't care how you win. Please fucking win. Because if he does, he's not going to shut the fuck up. Oh, I love Christian Wilder because half the time I want to smack him. <laughs> he's like, dude, you really need to shut up. But this right here made me laugh. My ribs are hurting. My stubbers are hurting. Can we please move on? Yes. <laughs> So we're going to move on. After this exciting moment, we move on to the next match of the evening, if we even want to call it that. Uh, Sangha versus Zion Quinn. Boo. Why is this a thing? Seriously. Well, that was an awkward moment silence. Why do we just wake up one day and decide Zion Quinn is a heel and he's not a good one? This gimmick, not working. Sangha. Not the least bit fucking interesting. They brawl, they get in the ring, choke slam, one, two, three. Thank you for wasting our time. This there's I, I I neither one of these two has a future in this business. L. Zion Quinn tried to cut a promo on Apollo Cruz, as another thing we skipped, and looked stupid doing it. This is dumb as fuck. Uh, yeah, I did enjoy this match. It basically was a, a squash, and Sanja won, even though, though Zion Quinn tried to get the upper hand by attacking Sanja when Sanja was coming out to his entrance. I was like, okay, this is boring as shit, and moving on. Yes. So we cut to the backstage area. We see the Creed brothers arguing with Roderick Strong. So basically, they're, they're blaming each other for the loss, and Strong, they're saying, you know, you guys don't listen to me, and Creed's like, all we do is listen to you, and we still lose. So Strong basically says, I'm going to have to teach you guys by example so he challenges them to the nxt to an nxt tag team title match at the great american bash so it's going to be the creed brothers versus roderick strong and damon kemp for the tag belts next week Creed brothers need to win. Yeah. If they don't, if they don't, that will be the most stupidest fucking thing in the face of this goddamn earth. Oh, yeah. I will flip my fucking shit. I would, I would, you and I will get into your car. I wish all the money I have to go waste all the gas and I will go down there and put my foot up their asses. Yeah. That's a waste. <laughs> that would be a waste of arts. That'd be, that'd be horrible. Idle rain like this. It'd be a waste. It'd be fucking stupid. It'd be goddamn ridiculous. It would be every horrible thing under the sun. This is, Uh, Never mind. And on that note, we move on to the main event of the evening. As I suspected, it was a non-title match. Blah. Nikita Lyons versus Mandy Rose with Toxic Attraction. I know it was a non-title match, but this match was fucking spectacular. Was it not? It was great until the finish. Yep. And 
And here's the there thing. There could have been no submission. There was no pen. It had to do another interference. It was the DQ. And I don't know why they need to go for the DQ. It didn't make sense because the title's not on the line. See, it would have been better if the belt was on the line and it looks like Nikita's going to win the title. DQ. That's a better story than a non-title match. Why would Mandy Rose suffer in any way from a non-title match if she loses? She's still the champion. Dumbass. Seriously, who writes this shit? On what fucking planet does that make sense to anyone? Especially when you've done nothing to give us any indication that this rivalry is going to continue. Yeah. And then Perez and Jade had to hit the ring and make the save. You would think at this moment, Nikita would have a microphone in her hand. Hey, Mandy, why don't you put that title on the line against me? Prove to me you're a real champion. Try to convince her to give you a title shot. Or have some type of official, because apparently nobody's running NXT. It's the Wild Wild West, this motherfucker. Have a Triple H or a Shawn Michaels, especially since we now know that Triple H is back at the office and apparently he's got some power in WWE now with Vince stepping down and Stephanie now the interim boss of all WWE. We'll talk about that on a, on a variety show, but Triple H is back in power. Have Triple H come out. Have Shawn Michaels come out and say, hey, this ain't how we solve things. So next week at the Great American Bash, it's the Keita Lions versus Mandy Rose for the NXT women's title and toxic attraction is banned from ringside uh are you okay no because <laughs> there's supposed to be smart uh... people in this company and no one's using their head how the fuck can i be okay <laughs> all i keep hearing every week is we got to elevate the women we got to elevate the women and yet, we're not giving the women a women's title match. Make up your mind. Do you care about the women's division or not? Maybe they'll shock us next Tuesday. Jesus Christ. Some, unless something happens in the next seven days after we've already recorded this, hopefully they add something, but this is fucking stupid. Is it goddamn ridiculous? It's goddamn ridiculous, yes. Say it one more time. The future is it goddamn ridiculous? It's goddamn ridiculous that you have no women's because- title match. What? Due to what? Say it with me, Vinny. Lazy booking. That, just Jesus Christ. This I don't know what else I can say about this. Is all I, right, all right, all right. Calm down. Don't blow, don't blow a blood vessel, man. Calm down, man. Stupid fucking. All I know is I really hope Perez and Jade walk out with those tag team titles. But this was fucking if stupid. This better lead to if something. If they don't, huh? If they don't, may God have mercy on their soul. Oh, if they don't, I'm ripping this whole. I will rip that whole match apart at the great. I I don't care if it's a five star classic from Dave Meltzer. Even though Meltzer's opinion don't mean dick at this point anymore in life. Um. I'm still going to shit all over it if Perez and Jay are not the tag team champions. I'll, I'll tell you what, man. I'll join you. Or how about this? I'll just do this, what I usually do. This match was supposed to be wonderful, and now you have to do it the wrath of any Bushi. May God have mercy on your soul. Rest in peace. Yeah, I know. Go ahead. Get into the disclaimer. I'll rip them apart. All right. Uh, I have nothing else to say about this abortion of a main event, but we're going to move on. But we're going we're gonna to wrap this shit up. Unless, Zach, you got anything to add? No. Well, that, ladies and gentlemen, wrap up this week's episode. Whoa, 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 whoa. You forgot the promo between Braun Breaker and... Uh, oh, shit. God, how, that's how mad I am. I, don't, I totally forgot about that. Right. 
Oh God, I'm an idiot today. All right, I'm not awake. <laughs> Who do you, know you love? I should never. You know what? This is my. I just learned a lesson today. I cannot do this podcast on an empty stomach. That's why I'm not thinking right now. From now on, wait, wait, I am going. Next time, I'm going. Next time, I'm making a Mickey D's run or something before this fucking show. Oh shit, you're hungry. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, wait a minute here. She was like, wait a minute here. You fucking forgot something. Yeah. You better do this fucking epic fucking promo. You, you motherfucker, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. I'm allowed to fuck up every now and then. Shut up. So. Sums up my whole week. But basically, and we're only on Tuesday. So anyway, Braun Breaker and Kenny... <laughs> That's another story for the Variety Show. But anyway, we got uh, Braun Breaker and Cameron Grimes are out next. This is their face-off before the NXT title match at the Great American Bash. Um, Braun Breaker and Cameron Grimes were out next. Grimes accused the champ of taking shortcuts. Breaker fired back, but Grimes told him that he might be stronger and faster, but he lacks heart. Grimes brought up Breaker's dad and Braun attacked him. Grimes slipped out before Braun could land the move and sent the champ into the turnbuckles twice. It looked like Braun's shoulder was out and as the referee and minutes come out to assist the champ, Grimes told him that he may not be able to beat Braun 100%, but he won't be at 100% next week before NXT goes off the air. Yeah, I saw that. What, what I loved was like, that part was like, yeah, you're bigger, you're stronger, you're faster, but you don't have the heart because you don't have my heart. I thought that part was really cool, but when uh, Cameron Grant and when uh, Braun Breaker went through the turnbuckle, I was like, wait a minute, and then he went six punch, he broke the, be- broke the belt thing off. I was like, whoa. But Cameron Grimes says, like, you recover because I need you 100%. I want to beat you 100% at the Great American Bash. He you make sure he's okay. I want him 100%. At least he gave him that. Well, he, you know, he said that I can beat you at 100%, but it looks like you won't be. But he told them, make sure he's okay. Make sure he's okay. Because... Did you see? He had a certain look in his face, did he not? Uh, yeah, because I don't think that was... Whatever happened in that turnbuckle, that wasn't supposed to happen. And was some, that a big fucking botch? That was a botch. Definitely a botch. I don't okay. think his shoulder was okay. meant to go out, and that's why he was nervous. And here's the thing. Technically, Cameron Grimes is not a heel. So no, he's not. It's okay for him to show concern. If he was a heel... Even if I was a heel... And he did that, there he would have got such a talking to you, because you are not. No matter what happens in that ring, you are not allowed to break to break character back in the day. Like you would, if you injure somebody in the ring, you 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 check on them in private, you apologize in private, but you keep everything kayfabe at the ring. And he probably did that backstage. That's what you do. But it looks like it wasn't Cameron Grimes' fault. I, I'm not saying it was. I'm just saying that you know because they're both technically baby faces. He was allowed to have that genuine concern of, oh shit, is he okay? What went wrong there? But I also love the fact that, you know, Cameron Grimes says, for me, I don't have a backup plan. You know, you you lose, you go to Raw or SmackDown, which is what we've been talking about on the show, is that if if Braun loses, the only time Braun should lose the NXT title is when it's time for him to go. And Cameron Grimes basically saying, I don't have a backup plan. He goes, and technically, Braun, this is your backup plan because you couldn't cut it with the Ravens. And, you know, and then also saying that, you know, you can just, you know, you could just call your daddy and get everything you want. And then he said. Because he also brought the fact that his daddy was never a world champion. He wasn't. His brother was. His uncle his uncle, uncle his, was. his uncle was a world champion. But nope, not his brother. And then he grabbed him by the neck and that caused his whole thing. Like that's, that was, that was intense and it was great. And even Braun yeah, responding I mean, to everything and basically saying, yeah, you knock me down, I get back up. Good, because I'll just keep beating your ass it was I thought, hopefully um Ron breaker's okay yes i hope he's okay too 
Yeah, that that looked like that 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 hurt. That was wait a minute here. That like like he's like I need you a hundred percent. And like I said, it's like he wants them a hundred percent because Cameron Grimes is not really a face or a heel. Then he's more like the anti-hero. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so either way, this is shaping up to be a kick-ass main event. I'll be happy regardless of who wins. Um, but like I said, unless Braun Breaker is ready for the main roster, there's no reason to take the belt off of him. But if he's ready to go, give it to Cameron Grimes. I that a hundred percent agree with you, sir. All right. Well, that ladies and gentlemen wrap up uh this week's episode of NXT officially now. Uh <laughs> we're gonna wrap this up and then I'm gonna go fucking eat because clearly I need to. Um but we got here's what we got going on for the Great American Bash next week. We got Braun Breaker versus Cameron Grimes for the NXT championship. We got Toxic Attraction versus Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez for the NXT women's tag team titles. We got Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams versus Grayson Waller for the NXT North American Championship. We got Trick Williams versus Wesley. We got the Creed Brothers versus Diamond Mine for the NXT tag team titles. And we got Wendy Chu versus Tiffany Stratton. That sounds like a pretty good card to me. Yeah. And Wendy- that actually sounds really fucking good. Hopefully everything goes according to plan, but it's NXT. You never know. Yes. And you'll I'm never know. I'm sneaking suspicion of be throwing things. Oh, yeah. And Wendy Chu had a very weird fucking promo, but it was her. So ooh, ooh, ooh. I was like, I get under your skin and then I'm going to pin you. Like he did, she did that kind of rhyme. Did you hear that at all? Yes. And then I get the pin and then I win. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my God. As much as Gator hates it, it was so fucking good. I don't know why, but Woody Chee cracks me the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> what is bitch wearing potato? What? You just fucking took it from me. Thank you. I was just about to do that. All right. Well, anyway. But yeah, so that leaves right. our wrap up this week's episode of NXT, the recap. Uh, Zach, as always, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule, and I look forward to seeing you on the next one. Uh, Do I have a choice? Not really, no. Okay. I'll, uh, I'm looking forward to it, like always, and I'll see you next week, man. All right. Well, make sure you guys uh, follow the Boochcast. We're on Anchor. Anchor. Spotify. Spotify. Breaker. Breaker. Google Podcast. Google Podcast. And iHeartRadio. And iHeartRadio. Pick your favorite hosting site and follow us there, or be a super fan and follow us on all five hosting sites. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash theboochcast. We have archived episodes of the show as well as great content. And, of course, uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at theboochcast. Get the latest tweets, photos, and videos. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel for all of our exclusive video content. Also, hit the subscribe button and ring that bell be notified to know when future content will be posted. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv slash theboochcast. That's where we do our live wrestling watch parties. Our next watch party will be Saturday, July the 30th for WWE SummerSlam. We'll be there for the biggest party of the summer taking place at 8pm live on Twitch. We'll have a bootleg link for you guys to check out at 7pm on our Twitter page. So for those who don't have a Peacock subscription, use that to watch the pay-per-view and follow along with us and we'll be doing it in one of two locations we haven't decided which one yet uh the first could be in nashville tennessee during uh starcast weekend which uh i will be there with uh buff bagwell so we might do one from the hotel just chilling watching SummerSlam. or if we're not able to do it the team here in georgia they'll do one and get together and 
We'll put a watch party that way. But either way, there will be a watch party for all of you for WWE SummerSlam. Make sure you join us at 8 p.m. on twitch.tv slash theboochcast. We also got our live D&D show coming out soon. We also have our Boochcast booking battle. And we have another special piece of content that will be coming your way as well once we get all of the finishing touches done to it. And also, you guys can support the Boochcast by going to anchor.fm slash theboochcast slash support. Become a supporter of the Boochcast. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. We have three different levels you can donate at. We have our beginner's level, our level for the people who don't have a lot of money to spend but still want to help out. That's for 99 cents, $1 per month. We have the second level for people who have extra cash they want to spend. That's $4.99 per month, $5. Same amount of money you would pay for a Peacock subscription. I know a lot of you guys out there aren't fans of the Peacock. Don't give them money. Give us money. We got better content than Peacock. And we got the third and final level to donate at, which is for a mere $9.99. That's right, $10. Same amount of money we used to pay for a WWE Network subscription here in the United States. I know since they sold the Peacock, you got to know where to put that $9.99. $10.99. Bring it over here. We got better content than the network. And unlike the WWE, we actually care about our fans are dedicated to giving the people what they want. You have the option of paying with a credit card or with GPay. And the best part is, all the money we raise goes back into the show in some capacity. We use to upgrade our equipment. We use to bring in bigger name guests, pay our bills, and take care of all the guys who work very hard on the air and off the air to make the Boochcast a success. So if you got a favorite co host and you believe they're to be paid for their hard work anchor.fm slash the boochcast slash support is how you make that happen and then if there's any money left over when it's all said and done we use the rest to feed uh this alabama hater here is ramen noodles and then we try i swear to god we try to get i swear to fucking god i hope sammy Guevara and ty conti becomes fucking ta- the champions i hope they let i hope they let you join in on their uh party so you can finally get laid roll tide and until next time it's vinnie bucci aka the booch saying keep on living life and take care this has been the booch cast talk to you guys next time until then peace baby <laughs> Well, I see by the clock on a wall that it's time to bid you one and all goodbye. Goodbye. So long. So long. Farewell. Farewell. Adieu. Adieu. Be good. Stay well. Bye-bye. Keep warm. Relax. And eat. Take care. Stay loose. Adieu, mon vieux. À la prochaine. Goodbye till when we meet again. <laughs> <laughs>